tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Revenge After Show for Season 4, Episode 4. Repercut... No, 5. 5. Repercussions. There will be repercussions from the fans by me mistaking that in the comments section. But, of course, we have the Roxy Stryer. Hello. We have Anna Koppel for mayor. Hey. And we have my favorite... Introduce yourself. Oh my gosh, you won't even introduce me? I'm Christina Kaplan. Okay, first of all, salt it to us, because why does she get to be the favorite? And then salt it to her, because... No, you understand the sarcasm. You understand (laughs) the sarcasm in that. Introduce yourself. What a bully. I know. I'm sliding over to that side. What a great episode for David Clark. <laughs> oh, nice, nice way to just change the topic there, Phil. That's what I do. Um, I, you know what? It was a lot of kind of internal things. What I liked about tonight's episode was the fact that all the things in the past four seasons are kind of being brought, as the name implies, repercussions. Declan finally is being used as a weapon in, in the sense of like, Remember Declan in terms of Victoria and Charlotte. I love that. And the reporter. The reporter. The reporter. Yes, absolutely. I thought this was the best episode of the season so far. Um, I I felt like we got Emily with the punching bag. We're starting to get her back. Uh, Got Victoria with that smug smile. We're starting to get her back. I'm I'm liking where we're going with these characters. Although I'm, I'm really nervous for Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte's not been well. No. 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 She's been better. She's been better. <laughs> For sure. Um, should we open up with, uh, last week we asked what would Charlotte and Ben, their couple name, be? And a I lot s- of. I still think it's happening. I know we see no signs of it, but I think it's happening. <laughs> all right. And why, why, how could it happen? Well, first of all, to Fan finish fiction. your sentence is that you guys were awesome and, and, um, YouTubed in letting us know that you think it should be Benlet. So, go Benlet. Um, <laughs> hashtag Benlet. Um, I think that it's gonna happen because I think she needs saving really bad right now, and he's a cop and he's focusing on the wrong things. So I think that she could be a good little project for him. Ooh, that sounds and, so bad. Well, it just sounded bad when I said it. But they're also cam- they're also both campaigning against Jack, mm-hmm. so they could sort of team up in that regard. Is he is Ben campaigning against Jack? A little bit. It's kind of pissing me off. It's his number one suspect, but. As of now, on a case, case he's not even on. Yeah, I feel that like he has no a- jurisdiction over. Right, yeah. it's one thing to not be the lead on it, but when you don't have jurisdiction, yeah, yeah, and uh, we find out that he has a solid, the best alibi you could possibly have. Then to not just drop it now, it looks like he thinks maybe he ordered the hit or something, you know, because he's still going with it. Um, I'm sure he made copies of the files too. He handed them back to, of course. but uh, he definitely has all the information still. Um, it's making me nervous. Yeah, he clearly doesn't trust him. Right. Which, why? What did Jack do to make him not trust him? Maybe he's, he just feels like he's too into Emily. I don't know, but he just, yeah, he, 
doesn't trust Jack, and he should because they're partners. And as I understand it, cops are supposed to trust their partners. So with their lives, right? So it's like a risky little game being out in the world together not trusting him to that extent. Absolutely. So, I don't know. It makes me kind of not trust Ben. So now I'm not trusting Jack's partner, even though I think that he's a good guy. And I guess he's intuitive enough to know that Jack is lying to him about something, which we know is true. Just that something isn't killing, uh, isn't killing Conrad. Right. That something is who Emily is and what's going on with David, etc. And it worked out. Um, it worked out, obviously. The only reason he's able to do this was because Jack was ordered off the force for the time being because of what's going on. Because you can't be a cop when you're being followed by paparazzi. (laughs) Yeah, and cops, right? Um, How do we... I want to ask you guys this. In terms of the chief taking back the file, I thought that was... Yes, it was warranted, but it was also suspicious because obviously we know him to be in with Victoria. Very suspicious, and I definitely think that he has something to do with something. I don't know if I would call him in with Victoria. He gave Victoria the heads up, but I think he might have something to do with Conrad's death. And maybe was in with, was in with David or something. Not David necessarily. I mean, I don't, I don't know who, but he's suspicious. He's suspicious for sure. Yeah, well, we thought initially that he was in with Victoria. Right, because she, he called her in and sat her down. But now he was like, no good comes of this. Yeah. So it sounds like he maybe Victoria has something over him or, I don't know, he owes her in some way. Right. So he maybe, like, begrudgingly is in with Victoria. Right, right, exactly. I just don't think he loves her out of the goodness of his heart. I think that there's something up there. Yeah. Which we just don't know what it is. Did we ever figure out who that prison... Because there was that guard who beat up Conrad and then let him out. Right, it's the guy that's from Prison Break. Um, he... How apropos. <laughs> he, uh... He... We didn't... We don't know exactly what's going on, but we did see him with David uh, at the beginning of the season, so we know that he was working with David. Okay. but Yeah, he, I mean, that's that truth is still yet to come out in terms of what actually... You know, I think now that David, not to jump too far ahead, but the fact that he's finally coming into the David Clark that we know and that Emily knows, we'll get those pieces. Right. Okay. Um, Let's talk about another love triangle that developed and also got crushed in tonight's episode. Louis? Louise. Why can't you get it? (laughs) It was the entire episode last week. I just kept saying it. Yeah. I know. I watched it. I watched Louise it. Ellis. Louise Ellis. Margot is the one who's French. Yeah, it's Margot. Okay, when and you're Louise. from the South, you can be French. Well, uh, only like New Orleans and... And also, you could be French living anywhere. <laughs> right. Anyway, we have a love triangle <laughs> on our hands. Maybe that's why she has such a weird accent. She's confused where she's from. Mm. What did you guys think of, of, uh, of the love triangle? Uh, I just have no idea what Louise is up to. I mean, is it this all because she has mommy issues and she wants to be in with Victoria and have her be her mom? Or is she trying to actually take her down? Or is she upset that Victoria left her behind? What's going on? Why is she so gung-ho for Daniel? It's clearly not because she actually likes him. Although he's not horrible to look at. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with her, but I was very confused by her this episode because I was sure that she was a plant there from Emily or somehow, like, had her own intentions. To, like, I was just positive that there's no way she could just walk out of the insane asylum, yeah. and, you know, that uh, 
but now it just seems like, yeah, she just sort of threw in like, oh, that's what electric shock therapy will do. Or, yeah. You know, and ha ha ha. I, yeah. And I don't know that Daniel knew that she was. No uh, way he knows. Right. No, so, he has no idea. So why would she just drop that for no reason? And then like she obviously had an episode in the elevator. So. Right. So she has issues. Definitely. I, I think that it is all focused on Victoria. But like you were saying, Roxy, I don't know exactly what she wants to get out of her. But I think that that is her MO of getting in with Daniel is to eventually get to Victoria somehow. Yeah. Well, especially after Daniel's line um, in the by the changing rooms when he says, you know, hey, if you want my mother to be a part of anything or to have any control, just date me. Right. Yeah. Right. But was she obsessed with Victoria before she went into the um, mental institution and that's why she went in because she knew Victoria was there? Or did she become obsessed with her once she got in there? Because she's obsessed with her. We just don't know why or how, to what extent, or what she wants. But I feel like she also... Okay, Daniel also had that line as she was getting on the elevator. He was like, he's like, trust me, this is good for you. You don't want to be a part of my family. Right. And then that, like, devastated her. But then when she was looking at herself in the elevator and, like, her face was warped, I mean, I just, I felt like that was very poetic that obviously she sees herself as... Something else. Something, yeah. right. That she has a word perception of herself. Yeah. So. I liked that shot a lot. Yeah, so did I. But, but, so what is it? What, how yeah. does she see herself? And I find it interesting that it's so similar to how Emily kind of came into this whole thing. Where Emily um, went after Daniel. She had a lot of money. It's slightly different, obviously, mm. because Daniel's her accountant. Um, is she but, after her own revenge? Is that what you're saying? Like, it may be. I don't yeah. know why, but we got a spinoff coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although I don't know if I would want to follow Louise the same way I want to follow Emily. Yeah, no. Um, what did you guys think of Daniel in terms of him juggling two women? You know, I I don't know why I was surprised, but I was surprised he slept with um, with Louise this early. I felt like he had kind of changed and was really into Margot, and then I was like, oh, you haven't changed at all. And then very quickly, oh, yes, you have. It was kind of strange. What did you guys think about that? I agree. I thought it was... I I didn't expect him to sleep with her right away, like you said as well. Um, I think he was taking what Margot said, like, you need to keep Louise happy. I think he, like, took that a little too literally, maybe, and thought that that was the way to, you know keep her happy. That's not a good alibi if Margot ever caught them. Yeah. Right. Right. You told me to keep <laughs> her happy, but that's, I think that's what men. And then once he realized and he said, oh, you know, I realized I'm part of a really great team. Like when she said, oh, we're better together than apart or whatever. Don't push me away. I th- yeah. I thought for sure um, that this was the splintering of them because he snapped on her for no reason. It'd be the equivalent of like, hey, do you mind? Can you get me a water? What? Why? Get off my case. What? Well, that's what men who cheat on women do. They because they're so guilty, they start yelling. But but see, I think Louise actually nailed it when she was like, "You're still fig- you still don't know who you are." Right. And yeah. uh, and so for a minute, he was like, "Well, maybe I'm the guy who's with Louise now, and and I am going to push Margot away." Like I, his whole life, he's had people, he's he's had women actually direct him as to who he's going to be, and so I think he's. 
he's he's just very pliable. He's always in an identity crisis when it comes to even what he does for work. His job's changing. He wanted to be a poet. Then he worked for his dad. Then he doesn't know who to trust. Is it his mom? Is his dad? Is it neither? Is he good to Charlotte? Is he not? Is he making money? Where is he living? Like, it's always up in the air. So there's nothing that's really been a constant for him. I guess now Margot is that constant. He's never grown up. Right. He's never had that opportunity to really, like, and they've said, oh, you're the head of the family now. You're the head of Grace and Global now. But he's never actually, like, separated from his family. He's never, yeah, Yeah. he's never, he's never emotionally grown. Right. I agree. So I, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised by the decision that he made. But every time I think I see something redeeming in him, he just goes and squashes it. Yeah. And then kind of got it back a little towards the end of the night. But I don't know if I believe it. I don't know if he'll actually stick But at the same it. time, I'm sure Margo wouldn't be pleased to find that out. So I have a question, though. So let me I think that this is what they're trying to do. When Margo said, you know, I have when she said for like the 20th time, I have a way for you to get, you know, your name cleared or whatever. Is it? By teaming up with her for the David Clark story? Is that how it's she's yeah. going to help o- him? Handing over the deed. Oh, to the okay. House. Handing over the deed, which she had. Um, it's just, this whole thing is kind of confusing to me. Like, who owes what at this point? Because we've got Emily, who now knows she can't trust Margot, but what did Margot do to make Emily not trust her? Didn't Margot do exactly what Emily asked her to do? But she's still with Daniel. Right. And she had separated from Daniel publicly and that's why Daniel's been saying, I don't want I can't come back to La Michelle because it's going to look bad for you and for right. business and whatever and so Emily has been under the impression that they separated. But she's so smart, I'm surprised she didn't know. I feel like she has tabs on everybody. Well yeah. now she knows. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, cause she sees it, but I'm surprised that at any point she believed that to be the truth. You know. I think she's just had bigger things to, to focus on. Yeah. yeah. I guess. She lost clarity tonight. Did she? Nolan would agree with me. How so? When she went up to see David the first time in the um, hotel, she, like, begged Charlotte. And then Charlotte tricked her, and it was just Victoria up there. Mm -hmm. And I I, I liked Margot's comment of, like, this color does not look good on you. Yeah. Obviously speaking of, you know, her anger and all that. Right. Yeah. It's an ugly color on anybody. We've seen it a lot on Emily, but not many people have. Um, before we fully get into the events of David, which obviously we'll talk Margot and Daniel a little bit more, um, let's talk about Charlotte and her demise. She's, uh, is she redeemable? Uh, Jack says, like, hey, you know what? I thought you were just emulating Victoria, but now I realize that you're worse. You're, you're worse Conrad. Than Conrad. Yeah, I just hate her. I hate everything about her now. Like, I know that that sounds so mean, but before I hated her and I was like, oh, but she's so young. But now I'm just like, oh, you're the worst human. You're just bad. Did anyone else kind of feel like in some of those shots when she had on the black and white dress and the bright red lips and she was walking behind um, David when she took him to see Jack? I felt like a lot of her facial expressions, like her little smirks, it reminded me a lot of Victoria. I felt like, I don't know if they were doing this on purpose, but it kind of felt like they were trying to have her kind of hold herself and emulate Victoria's mannerisms. You know what I mean? Did anyone else kind of pick up on that? Yeah, I feel like they've been doing that more and more. Like, it wasn't just this episode. But um, I... Do not hate Charlotte. I think that 
she's she's gone through so much. I know, I know. I keep trying to yeah, tell myself I, that. Eventually, <laughs> that has to stop. There was a point in tonight, like, you didn't have to do the Jack uh, thing. You didn't have to let Emily see um, David and all of that, but you didn't have to go to the level of knowingly saying, hey, here's your grandson. Oh, I'm going to show you pictures of your Such daughter. Such a bitchy thing to yeah. do. I See, and I thought for a second that when she took out the album, she was going to show pictures where Emily was in the in the photo, too, but she didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, sure, there comes a point in your adulthood where you have to take a look at yourself and say, like, sure, I've been through a lot, but, you know, it's time for me to change my ways. But she still is young, and... She's still going through like trauma after trauma of after course. trauma. Yeah, she is. But I, I think that you also have to come to a point in your adulthood where you see your parents for who they are and not just as p- your parents. You know, you see them for real people. And I just don't feel like she has a good grasp on who people are. She just looks at them like, oh, that's my mom, so I'm going to trust her for this, whatever it is. And, and but again, she's old enough to not be doing that. She trusts in everyone for the most part, right. like people that she shouldn't trust in, like what we saw at the end of the episode, getting into a taxi with a stranger that clearly has other motives. So I think she's just – there's no – there. it's really there's no excuse anymore for her behavior. Like, yes, you've gone through a lot. Yes, you've had a lot of traumatic experiences, but – there comes a point in time where you have to take those and learn from them and stop making the same mistakes over right. and over again. I understand she she was absolutely manipulated by Victoria in the sense uh, she right she brings up Declan. Like remember Declan, this is all Emily's fault. And by well, saying, didn't she say maybe Declan would still be here or something exactly. like tugging at her heartstrings? Yeah, but, but again, all the more reason why if that is the case, then you should be on Jack's side. If nothing else. Because that was his brother. Yeah, I just think that if I were her, I would be handling it differently. I just, you know, I put myself in those shoes for a second and I think, I don't think you're doing the best job, even though you've been given the short end of the stick time and time again. But I did want to wait until we were on air to ask you about this, Anna, because we were watching the episode and you you just briefly mentioned... um, when she gets in the car with somebody, Christina mentioned her getting in the car with somebody with different motives. And you, we were watching and you said, wow, I like this. I like where this is going or something like that. Yeah. Oh, what I liked was, was at that point, David started speaking and like, we've just been missing Emily, like talking at the beginning and end of episodes. And so I like that. Like, oh good. Like David's going to be doing the voiceovers now. Yeah. And and it's going to be nice because of him figuring things out. So it's going to be great. Yeah. That was cool. In terms of the motive. I thought you meant her getting in the car with him. And I was like, (laughs) it's a little sick and twisted, but okay. I can see it. It's not far fetched for Anna. No, but I, what does that mean, Phil? Let's let's talk about this on air. I don't know. <laughs> I, what I did like about her getting in the car um, is that I think that this could be something that could shake her. You know what I mean? Like, what's going to be the event that changes her for good so she realizes that, like, something's up? And I feel like... Shock therapy. <laughs> no, and I don't know why he's kidnapping her or why he's taking her or what he's doing with her. Um, presumably, you know, creep. we see this creepy guy and our brains are... We think... Oh, with a young girl, it's either murder or rape or something like that. Um, it seems to be at this point consensual, so <laughs> I guess we're not going. Well, down remember, one of those paths. here's the. It's a nice tie into the Dana Clark thing. <laughs> Behind you, Phil's just like, of course, <laughs> murder, yeah. rape, yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, seriously, though, like, you see this murderous guy with the tattoo on his hand. We know who it is. Yeah, um, right. well, we don't know who it is, but we know that he ran, tried to run over David Clark, either hired by Victoria or not. Um, and you think to yourself, oh, taking a young girl home, what's he doing? And he even said, wow, I never thought I'd be going home with Charlotte Grayson. Yeah. She's like, it's Clark. I know. So that car. means he obviously knows who she is. It seems like at every, this point everybody knows who she is. What does he want with her? Is he trying to get information out of her? What is he actually trying to do? I'm not sure. Someone with an agenda against the Clarks. Well, agenda. In the previews for next week, it looked like she had blood on her. And she was like, oh, my God. Yeah. She so, probably kills him. Yeah, maybe. You think mm. she kills him? Yeah. Like maybe he attacks Predictions. her. Predictions. That'd be, she, yeah. Interesting. Um... Now, you mentioned the fact of, okay, um, obviously this ties into David Clark because the, this guy, this is supposedly the guy that tried to hit David Clark. And or maybe it's a whole gang of guys and they all have this tat. <laughs> or it could be the same person. Prison more, gang? More, and more likely it will be. <laughs> um, okay, we can ask two questions. A, is it a gang? B, were, was this man or gang hired by Victoria? Answer uh, the first one. The first, first one is no, I don't think it's a gang. I think it's the same person. Um, that's why they showed it to us very specifically twice. Uh, and was this person hired by Victoria? I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past her, but that doesn't mean necessarily it was her. I think yes. Uh, and I think he was hired not to kill David, but to, to scare. scare him. Yeah. So into like, having cops around all the time so that Emily couldn't get to him. And to like get out of town and right. yeah, all of that. And to make her look like, oh, David, oh, mm-hmm. my God, you know, and, like, embrace him, too. So, But yeah. then I kind of don't think that it was her. But then I don't know who it would be. If it was her and now he has Charlotte, do you think maybe he would tell Charlotte and that would be the thing that changes Charlotte? Maybe. No, because I think that she's going to kill him. <laughs> so oh, so that we nobody got time for that then? <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe he utters it in his last breath. It was your mother. Her mother hired me. <laughs> Never know. Okay. And that's her oh my god after she killed him? Yeah. I think we put it all together. Like she's more shocked that it was her mom than that she killed someone. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Everybody at home is like, what? I know. <laughs> this fan fiction huh? has gone awry. I'm so, TV is just, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Sons of Anarchy. And that show, this, I don't know if anyone's watching yeah, it this season. Yeah, it's so gorgeous. It's just every episode, million, like, literally 20 people are dying. It's like, how does that even happen in this, like, how is this city still going on? So when I think about, like, all even all the deaths we've had on Revenge, and, like, nothing really happens. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, we just go on, like, it's no big deal, you know? Maybe, and maybe that's how Charlotte and Ben will get together is because uh, maybe... We don't know if they do get together. We're well, <laughs> well, this is just... Okay, this is a prediction. But right. maybe, you know, she... He comes... Somehow she calls him or whatever and he comes and helps her instead of turning her in and then... So hmm. she calls 911? <laughs> no. He doesn't seem to me like the kind of guy who's going to not turn somebody in, though. Because we did see before when Jack tried to save her when she was doing, like, copious amounts of cocaine. And True. He was like, you get one pass or whatever it is. But maybe he gives himself his own pass. <laughs> On Charlotte? Maybe. Because he's in love already. Maybe. He loves her. He oh, does like to take walks. Going back to Ben real <laughs> fast, um, there was that line that says, uh, remember when he questioned the, the guy of, and it said, this this was done by someone with a lot of money. Right. Right. I think that I think that's what's going to lead him back to Emily. Yeah. And the reason why I brought that up is 
I think he's in love with Emily, hence not Charlotte. Yeah, I don't. I think he is in. He is into Emily. I just think eventually he will be into Charlotte. Also, as as like the secondary, I can't have one Clark, so I'm gonna have the other. Emily does that all the time. You can't have Aiden. I guess I'll go to Jack. Whatever. Um, what the? What's this guy's name too? I'm like wondering where the hell he is and when Which he's gonna come back and play Javier. Javier. Where he's is gone. he? He's gone. He's not gone. Yeah, because they Where's, haven't made any mentions of him or the program. So it's probably gonna be like it's a failed program. Uh, it's he'll just appear in one episode. He'll come back like, oh my god, he's back, and we, it'll be a pivotal moment. You yeah, know? I guess we got a lot of people that should be coming back this season. Javier, I'd like to see come back. Obviously, Mason. Um, people really want to see him. Not Lydia. Um, yeah, etc. <laughs> and also, people are talking about uh, uh, Jack's actual mom coming back. Maybe um Emily's mom coming back or flashbacks whatnot. So I do think that there is room this season to bring people back in and out of the lives again. Which is cool. Fair enough. Um so essentially this whole episode for the most part the A storyline is David's search for himself. Which I didn't you know, with his talk with Nolan, I didn't expect that sort of thing. I I, I wasn't giving him as much credit. I kinda thought he was gonna kill Nolan for a second. I was like, oh, I know. Yeah. The way that they had him just standing there and he didn't seem excited to see Nolan at all. Yeah. I need to talk to you or whatever he said and just kind of walked in. I agree. I thought for a second that it was, it was something was going to happen. Yeah. I was really worried about it because he didn't have the cops come in and whatnot. But I, I do think it's good that he went there. I think it's good that we have him back in the beach house. Um, just the thing that I can't stop asking myself, and I know that it wouldn't make as good TV, whatever, but, like, I, I just don't understand why Emily is not walking over next door and telling him. I just don't understand. And she gives us a million excuses tonight, and I'm just like, bitch, go tell him. Like, come on. What are you doing? Why didn't Nolan say anything? Why didn't Nolan say anything? Why didn't Jack say anything? I and why didn't Nolan say anything? And then, Emily, why don't you go say something? She's like, I need, this is about him. Yes, it is about him, so go tell him his daughter's alive. I think the first one, I think Charlotte actually hit it on the head that Jack sort of is a coward. In, in, at least in that respect where he didn't want to say anything to David Clark, especially in front of Charlotte. I guess. Because he, he knew he was going to get but cooled by it, Charlotte in that moment. Now we have David going to get revenge. Revenge is no way to live your life. We have seen that. Like, why would she want that for her dad? Well, she obviously doesn't know that he's going to seek revenge. I think the perfect time would have been as she heard that song at the end of the episode, she could have walked over there and that would have been the end of the episode. And then next episode, they could show her talking to him. It's so weird because we already saw him over her bed see her and not murder her. I felt like that was the moment that he like knew something was up and knew it was her. So I guess if he saw her again, wouldn't he... Maybe they, just no. I'll well, give them credit because they are playing it well in the sense the whole point is that the memory of his little girl is fading. And so, okay, is that plausible? I don't know, but it's it's a good kind of explanation for it. Okay, I guess. Well, okay, but then I just feel like there are so many questions. Yeah, if he was standing over her bed and didn't kill her, then why didn't he kill her? Why did he get himself arrested the next? Because right. he got himself arrested, right? We're we're all in agreement about. He was it. in the fugue state, whatever you you know, and was in and stole from the store. That was, but that was in response to Victoria trying to control him, I believe. Ultimately, 
He just wanted to get away from Victoria. That's I don't think why he got himself arrested. I don't think it was to get away from Victoria. I think it was, you know, she was. He didn't like the fact that he was being controlled and being kind of held. It, right? He even says today, like, I will not be a prisoner. I will not have cops around me. No, it was because he, even we saw even before he got himself arrested, he beat the crap out of himself with those whips and the chain on his back. He wanted to get arrested to so that it wouldn't look sketchy that he had been gone for a week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he wanted to show he was back in the world and getting arrested. Like, he had just been getting beaten just that week um, and for all of the weeks prior. So he got himself arrested so that he could re-enter the world without question. But it doesn't explain to me the whole Emily thing still. Like, well, And I- it doesn't explain to me why Emily is not looking more into whether Conrad actually had him held, which I'm starting to think Conrad didn't. Yeah. So I don't think Conrad wasn't responsible for this. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't. I don't think he was at all. No, but then then who was? To answer your, for, I want to in terms of Nolan Mason. Mason. Yep, I think he was just underground because he was he he hadn't been cleared. His name hadn't been cleared yet. So he but, was just, no, because we when we first saw him, we saw he had all those scars. Well, he had that one scar from where he was stabbed. Oh yeah, maybe that was the only scar. Yeah. So you think he was doing? He did it himself. Did what himself? Just kept himself yeah. underground. Yeah, I think he just kept himself hidden. So how did he know when his name was cleared? You know what I mean? And how did like, he have any interaction with that anything? prison guard? Well, I don't think it's impossible to have interaction with the world while still, like, keeping yourself well hidden. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he was. Real terrorists do it all the time. <laughs> Very true. Is, Zero Dark Thirty. Is David Clark a terrorist? I, I mean, they're kind <laughs> of hinting at it. For next week, they're like, there is more to David Clark's story. Sorry, yeah, I don't know. Phil, what were you going to say before? Sorry. Well, I understand why Nolan didn't want to do it, because especially this whole episode, how Emily was so wanting to meet her father, he didn't want to be the one to, to do it. He wanted her to have that moment. Uh, yeah. Now, why Emily didn't do it, that's debatable. But. Yeah, I guess, I guess. I just feel like I would say something. I would say something. Well... Why he didn't say, actually, Emily is Amanda? Yeah. Okay, why couldn't he have brought David with him over right, to her, right. though? Or said, hold on, like, let me call and say, Emily, get over here right now. Yeah. Anything like that. And, and it doesn't make sense. She's kind of contradicting herself because she was telling all her reasonings this whole time to um, – Nolan were, oh, but it's my dad. You don't understand. He's been gone for so long. Like, when Nolan was saying, why are you rushing? Why are you trying to get right. to him? And yeah. now she's like, oh, well. When he's ready. Yeah. It's like, okay. And, like, how can he be ready until he knows you're alive? Right. You know? I just feel like she's leading him down a really bad path. And how is she going to know when he's ready? Right. Right. When he replays the song. Maybe she'll bring her neighbor some brownies. Oh, I have a new neighbor. Let me bring him some baked goods. Yeah. Maybe. Hi, welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, Weird. by the way, you look a lot like my father. Do I look a lot oh, like your daughter? And this was our old house. Yeah. Oh, and look at my tattoo. Strange. I don't know. It's But you know what? I, I do have faith in the way they've been doing it overall. Yes, You always a, have faith. You know what? Without faith, grace, and hope, we have nothing. That's from Californication. Gotta Not the exact faith. quote. Uh Okay, no, yeah, rock it. Go ahead, Christina. Oh, no, it. the words after that, you gotta have faith. <laughs> that's all I know. Sure, sure, yeah. Totally. Roxy and I are just like, yeah, we're yeah whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> and is that Nicole? Did we cover the episode? Does that bring us to predictions? Over, uh, I want to cover the press event because now, um, now Victoria's <laughs> overall out of the picture. 
Like, you would think that she perhaps, at the very least, would stay at this beach house. No, she's pissed. Yeah, because all the she's more lost reason, control. Yeah, all the more reason why I would be in that beach house. But I think she wants to, she needs to get away and plot and figure out her next move. She knows Emily's behind this, so mm-hmm. she needs to step back for a second and figure out why and how and what. Yeah, I just don't understand how Victoria could possibly think this is going to turn out well for her. Obviously, at some point, David's going to find out about Emily and tear Victoria's throat out. I think she's just, like, hoping that there's that off chance that he's going to be really upset by all the things that she's done and stay with Victoria, which it's, like, a one-in-a-million chance. It's more than that, the things that she's done, though? Exactly. He's like, I found out I couldn't trust people I thought that I could trust, you know, like... What are you, a moron, Victoria? Obviously, he's not going to take your side. Yeah. So two questions. One, did she, does she still even love Pascal? Because remember, that was like a question for Margot. Right. Number two, um, does she love David Clark now? Or what? I don't really believe she loves either of them, like in the true sense of being in love with someone. I think she loves having control over them and I mean even though Pascal's gone she's still using him by you know how Margot's like oh you would never you know betray your beloved Pascal or whatever like in you know and so they're still using him even though he's not even here and I think that's what she is in love with is the using these men to get what she wants right yeah i don't i don't think she i'm 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 with you i i don't think she loves either of them i think when you truly love somebody and it it doesn't have to be romantic (laughs) doesn't have to be romantic but when you have true honest love for somebody you will put their needs above yours at least sometimes and i don't think victoria's ever done that i was gonna say that that i don't think she's capable of loving somebody maybe or at least we haven't seen it yet have has she done that for her children no. even? i mean no. i just feel like it's always victoria first and she uses people and yeah i mean she she's still using pascal even though he's dead like manipulating margo like that just to get money yeah you know? and he, she already got money from margo and now she's been it's like oh you're my family bs yeah. and now she won't even answer her calls yeah bs it's, it's a load of crap. I think that she's not capable, and I think that Conrad might not have been capable either. But, uh, but one of the reasons why she hates Conrad is because she couldn't control him. Mm-hmm. Unlike Pascal and David Clark, she loves because she loves the control over them. Maybe. I do think that she, back in the day, might have been in love with David Clark. We see those flashbacks. Yeah. But then she did such a horrible thing to him. It's hard for me to even say that. I think back then she was still, and I don't, I, I use this word very loosely that she was still innocent. Um, but she wasn't as manipulative and just evil as she is now. I think that she hadn't, that was like the first, at least from what we know, that was like the first real bad thing that she was involved with. Right. You know what I mean? Could season five be the story of Charlotte as a more eviler Victoria? I, I really don't think that's the direction we're going to go. I think we're going to see a good Charlotte. I also don't know if we're getting a season five, so we'll see about Honestly, that. I wouldn't even, I don't want to say this, but I wouldn't even be surprised if Charlotte ends up dying before the end of the season, somehow. 
I mean, what she's been doing, I feel like it wouldn't be surprising if she got murdered or if she overdosed or if she killed herself. I mean, obviously, we already see her try to kill herself. She's already overdosed once. I think we're going to see Daniel go down and Charlotte come up. Like, Yeah, because I think the kids are going to split. One of them's going to end up evil. One of them's going to end up good. And I think Daniel's going to be the one that ends up evil. And I think Charlotte will end up... But it's teaming up with our Emily. To me, it's a little more poetic if David Clark's daughter, right? You have the two sisters, and one of them just becomes more eviler than evil itself. Maybe David Clark, Emily, and or Emily that is Amanda, um, and Charlotte sail off into the sunset together, and we end the series. (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Well. Uh, what did you guys, going to your point, Anna, the quote at the end from David Clark. What do we think of this? Uh, I don't have it verbatim, but, uh, evil takes many forms. Uh, uh, it has cost me a lot, something like that. The memories of you. I will have revenge. I will have revenge. I, uh, you were wronged as I was, et cetera, et cetera. I loved it. I mean, yeah. I, I loved it. And, you know, as I said before, you, we've, and I think, Roxy, you've talked about this too, how we've just been sort of been missing the, the quotes from yeah. Emily at the top and her sort of wrapping up at the bottom of each episode. And, um, and I love it. And Victoria's sort of hoping that David will learn all of these things about Emily and hate her for what she's done. But he's on the same page with her now. Like he will have revenge, even though he told her not to seek it. He's like, right. yeah, I'm gonna have my own revenge. Right. And I love that. And I love the like father, like daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, Anna, you mentioned it. I really miss this part of the show hearing like the chunks, the paragraphs at the top and bottom. Um, and having him do it was really cool. So I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed where we're going. I just don't understand why he has to have revenge because his daughter's still alive. Yeah, so. I'm wondering what exactly his revenge is going to be, who it's going to be on. Well, he wants to find out who killed his, how his daughter died. That's what the revenge is, and to take revenge on those people. But his daughter's alive, so the person to take revenge on would be Victoria for being a meanie bedini and not telling him. Yes. Good descriptive word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, predictions? <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. Why is David punching Nolan? We see him punch Nolan. I see that. Well, I, it was a cut, so I don't know if that's actually... We see David punch, and we see Nolan, like, back. Those were two single shots. It could be because Nolan didn't tell him that Emily was alive, and he's just, in the moment, really angry. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Weird. And um, we see David go live on air. I wonder what story he's going to tell, and then I wonder if Victoria's going to let it air, because apparently she has final say in what goes on. But not not on live, live TV. Yeah, it's very true, but I'm, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to tell the world. Probably not that he killed Conrad. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, I think Charlotte either injures or kills this mystery guy. Um, hopefully we find out a little bit as to why he actually tried to run over David or who, you know, proposition. Do you think that if she kills him, there's any chance that she calls Emily? Yeah, I think that could be a good possibility because she knows that Emily's probably the only one that will help her and has the ability to help her. I think it would be a little too soon next episode to see him die because we have no idea why he was there in the first place, but I do think I could see it 
three episode arc type. Yeah, of deal. I yeah. think I think that they could they could they bring on people to kill them all the time. Yeah, but it's and a three, we're gonna have a three episode arc. Okay, this is what all the right. business calls it. Well, why does she look so shocked then? And why does she, and have, she have blood? blood on, yeah. yeah, I feel like she kills them, and I feel like she could call Jack for help. Mm, I think she'd call Ben before Jack. And maybe this is where. How does she have Ben's number? Nine one one. Ben let. Ben answers. Nine one one. He also works. Nine one one. What's your uh, What's your emergency? When he's I not a beat cop, he also works the nine one one operating system. He's a dispatcher. Yeah. There should be like a Tinder for cops. cops? What the? Why? I don't know. Because they're hot. What? What? I don't know where I was going with that. You know, there's Let's like a police. Just a- thinking about Tinder. Gonna I'm go Tinder after this. This is, is. How, this is how I'm gonna tie it and just just wrap it up in in some sort of fashion. You know what? There's a police ball. That's typical, right? You ever see those ball? Yeah. Yes. And we've been missing. Policemen the- don't have balls. Oh, <laughs> we've been missing the party but, um, aspect of it. Every week we used to get a party. Yeah, we need now a party. we don't have that. We got the voiceover back, but not the parties. Anyway, on that note, thank you guys for listening. Uh, where can the people find you, Christina Kaplan? You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tina Cap. You can follow me at Koppel for Mayor, K O P P E L F O R M A Y O R. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Keep the comments going. You guys have such amazing comments. We love reading them. Um, yeah! And we'll see yeah. you next Sunday for a post Halloween Revengeer episode. Ooh. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. Bingo. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 